When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before starting a family, my only thing I ever knew I wanted to be was a father. Before falling in love with Camilla and asking for her hand in marriage and us starting a family, I fully expect to pull this off. (laughs) That does not mean that we do not recalibrate (laughs) and reassess. Do what you can to have access to them because they want to shut down at 13, they shut down until 19, and all of a sudden they come home one day at 19 and go, oh, I just realized everything you were saying back the last six years was right on, I'm sorry about that. And you're like, after six years, you want me to just be over it? It's like, whoa, we've tell them, if you are happy, and you wake up every morning, you feel good, and you are working month to month, but you're happy doing what you do, bravo. That's a real definition of success that is more successful than somebody who has a billion dollars, but they're lonely, broken relationships and are regretting how they got to where they are. One of our challenges in life, me included, in relationships is that, boy, it gets hot and we want to quit. And there's an investment we can have with overcoming those hot spots that do build. We, we get some scars on us. And it's good. It's armor for a relationship. It's armor for parents. It's like, damn, that was hard. It's one in the morning. I got to work at seven. <sighs> Okay, but it was worth it. It's just, I got, I, got, I got another scar. And we don't bat a thousand by any means, but we just hang in there and hang in the fight. Hi everyone, welcome to The Gabby Ree Show. On this show, we discuss the complex topics around relationships, health, fitness, family, business, and so much more with the world's leading experts. My goal is to simplify these topics and give you practical takeaways that you can start using in your life today. We all know that living a healthy, balanced life can be challenging. So let's try managing life a little better and have some fun along the way. Because after all, life is just one big experiment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Oscar-winning actor and New York Times bestselling author, Matthew McConaughey. He came onto the podcast to talk about his latest book. It's a children's book called Just Because. You can find it in audio and, of course, hard books, wherever books are sold. And when I was reading the book, I thought, you know, I, I really appreciated, even though it is a children's book, the respect that he has for the reader, the complexity in the messaging in the book, which is, it's sort of like some of the unfair or the nuanced things about how life is. And he talks about it. And I think, you know, he said he was inspired by a ditty that he was, uh, had in his sleep. And that's what he thought it was going to be sort of like a, a ditty sort of song, but it ended up, uh, becoming just because we talked a lot about parenting and being in a long relationship. And he was really forthcoming about, what he has learned and what he continues to work on and what seems to work for his family and for him and his beautiful wife, Camilla. And I I really enjoyed the idea that all of us are pretty much going through a lot of the same things, no matter who we are. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, So, okay. I I love the fact that it made sense to me when you wrote Green Lights, because it's like, you have a lot to share. You've had an interesting journey, observations, kind of this 
you know, I think when people are in any sort of perceived extreme reality, they can really sort of say, oh, this is sort of the view from here. And that's interesting. But I, I really wasn't surprised that you wrote, that you wrote just because a children's book, but I, I was like, I wondered if green lights gave you the confidence, mm. um, to be like, oh yeah, I, I, I can, I can write something. Um, or, or was this really because it was a dream? I did see that you said, Hey, this came to me as a dream. It came to me as a dream. I thought it was a ditty, which it kind of is. I thought it was a Bob Dylan rap song. Just because I threw the dart don't mean that is stuck. Just because they got skills don't mean there is no luck. So I just woke up to that rhythm and started writing things down. Um, I mean, having kids, I'm seeing the world through the lens, the lens of my kids and those dependents differently than I, than I have since before them. So evidently, I kind of maybe dream to those ideas, too, of what I think could be valuable to them. I, uh, you know what, I think part of the exercise, I don't know if it was the confidence from green lights, but I'm always trying to go, how do you make what I think are cool messages digestible? How do we make Sunday morning and Monday morning feel more like a Saturday night? Well, how do we make the broccoli taste good? Right? So we get a little bit of rhyme, some illustrations, make it digestible for children and the child and all of us adults. Whereas, you could, I mean, you could, you could unpack a lot of what I write in the book and make it very, it could be very, very academic and it would go over a child's head, you know? Yeah. Well, what's interesting though, I have to say, and just because, cause I read it a couple of times is I always appreciate because as you know, young people are very, very smart and you in fact talk up at them in this book. This isn't, it, it's, it's like you have to really pay attention. These lessons in here, um, I thought were actually, you know, high-minded, high-browed that you were respecting um, the kids. And it was a great reminder, like you said, to the child and all of us, because it is very thoughtful. Well, thank you. That's a really cool thing you said. I'm going to remember that. I, I think I am talking up to them and I meant to talk up to them and not talk down to us adults, but also remind us adults, Hey, this is stuff that, uh, you know, we kind of have going on too and need to let's, let's, we don't, we don't need to be talked up to, but let's remember, you know, um, this for ourselves. Um, yeah, I did try to talk up to me, you know, you, yeah, you said it. Our children understand a whole lot more than I know. I originally thought they did, when they were, when they were really young. And then you find out, you know, that, 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 you know, for, for first, you don't want to, first, you don't, you know, when they're young and you, and you don't want to know you're, you, you, you're, you're, you're having corn for dinner, you spell it out the C O R N and you get away with it. And all of a sudden, before you know, they can spell, they're like, I know you're saying corn. So then you start going maize and you say it in Spanish or something. And you're like, they don't understand that. And all of a sudden they go, I know what corn is in Spanish. And all of a sudden you're like, they get stuff a lot earlier than we think they did. And, and this, if, if they can see themselves in these scenarios, this is not about making them get older more quickly, but it's about them hopefully realizing this is kind of how life works. And not just now for you in your life, but a way to, a lens to see life through that you're going to, it's going to be helpful later on in life. And that's, that's what I mean. Like I started, you know, I'll be honest. It's sort of like, I think like most of us, we go, Oh, it's a kid's book. It has illustrations. There's a tree house on the, on the cover. But when I started flipping the pages, I, I, I was like, uh, 
oh yeah, these are, these are concepts for life. This is for all of us. And yes, you made them in, in, in a way that a kid goes, oh yes, I, I have a Christmas present to a pair of socks, but it's still what it represents. So I, I really appreciated that. Um, I, okay. So now that you have teenagers, I, yeah, yeah. I have, I have a few teenagers myself. Yeah. <laughs> you have this, the impression is, is that you do have an easy goingness to you. Um, and, a, a, and you said it earlier, it's like, Hey, how do we make Monday morning school still like could have this idea of fun. And I, and I, and I, I wonder how have you been able to maintain that? Because being a parent, it's, it's, you can be cool almost everywhere else in your life, but we don't have that objectivity when it comes to our own children. And I wonder, do you, are you able to maintain that with your three children that still that ease and that fluidness that it does appear that you, you know, you sort of bring to your life? Not always. Thank and God. Maybe that, Thank you. Maybe, maybe I'm sell, maybe I'm overselling myself by saying not always. If my family was in it right now, they would they might say not usually, <laughs> and maybe that would even be overselling myself because I know there's times and there's weeks where it's like not often. Um, so yeah, look, I mean, we try, but as you know, saying no or or, or following through on a guideline is a whole lot harder than just being cool and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's to the detriment of, of, our, of our children if we just yeah. do that because you said it. I mean, we're not here. It's nice when, we can, when, our, when our children can talk to us as friends and have access and we can talk to them. Yeah, you know, I had this similar scenario too. But that's not our job is to just be friends with our children. We're doing a disservice to them if it is. Or what is evolution for? What are we parents for? We made them. We have experience. We have 18 years or more to sort of shape and guide them to how life's going to work and what consequences are for choices they make. And we know if we don't don't give them the right consequences now when they're young, yeah, life's going to be a lot harder and harsher than our consequences are going to be. You know, we were having this question. I was having this conversation with one of my sons uh, this morning, and it is a weekday, Monday morning. We got schoolwork to do. We got stuff to do. Well, look, last night we were having such a good time. We were listening to music. We had dinner. We made late night scrambled eggs. It's all great. But we know today's, we know we got to do the work. So we can either hum and I don't feel like doing it. But you know you got to do it. So if, we, if there's something that we don't have a choice of not doing, let's figure out how to do it with pleasure. So how can we see Monday morning and work we have to do, responsibilities we have to take care of? It's like, can we still dance through this and sing a song while we're doing the work? Yes, we can. It's hard, but yes, we can. Because what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, what's, what's, what's the alternative? Right. Okay, don't do it. Bad grades, get back. Now you're going to lose, now you're going to lose some privileges. You're going to get grounded. You're going to lose that fun weekend. If you just take care of it with that, we, that, I read that quote and I shared it with my kids the other day about better to take a small sip of poison every day than to have to gulp the whole gallon at the end of the month. Yeah. Come on, guys. We got to put in the work each day just a little bit before things get too far behind. And sometimes we'll slip. But, man, those consequences come and we regret it and it comes out awkwardly and it's harder. So let's just take care of what we need to take care of day to day. And if we get in that rhythm, we can have a little dance and can be cool and seem nice and easy. But as you know, that doesn't always happen. 
Yeah, no. And it's, it's interesting also having, I have three daughters and they're all very, very different and you like sports a lot. And Mm -hmm. I, I know you've had coaches in your life and you know how a coach will have the art of speaking to each individual athlete. I'd liken it to probably the way a director can talk to a performer. It's like mm-hmm. one needs to be left alone. One needs to be like, Hey, take it easy on yourself. One needs yeah, a yeah, kick yeah. in the ass, right? It's yeah. all this nuance. I struggle with this, which is I don't treat my children the same. I just don't right. like, I don't parent them the same because they're different people. And it's, it's not that it makes me insecure, but I, they'll let you know too. Like, Oh, well, you you know, you, especially, you know, you have a daughter, you know how different daughters are from sons, Yes. but daughters are like measuring and checking and they're like, Hey, I'm calling you out on this. And um, I wondered how you dance that dance of, of under, of trusting yourself or you together as a couple sort of saying, actually this kid we're going to let the reins out because it's better for them versus we didn't do that with the other one or yes. vice versa. How hey, do you do good, that? Good question. You know, look, my uh, good friend and, and uh, football coach, Mac Brown has a, uh, uh, a great quote on that. He had, he coached university of Texas football when Ricky Williams, the great running back was coming through. Yeah. And what Ricky, I don't know, did did something on a play and he was obviously an all-america running back and to one of these other like the third string running back comes up and goes oh why, why didn't you you know why didn't he have to do that and he goes mac told him he goes young man i will treat you all fairly but i will not treat you the same hmm. and it sums up what you, what you were saying i mean i look we've got we, we try not to go by age limit we try not to say, like, Levi just got on social media at 15. The other two are thinking, oh, when I'm 15, I can get up. We're like, no, 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 no. Mm. No, Levi's taking care of a lot of responsibilities to have the freedom that we're giving him to try this out. Feed at Livingston. If you show that ability, you may be able to do it at 14. But you might not be able to do it till you're, not, till you're 18. It's really up to you. We're not putting an age limit. You show us and you mean your mother agree that we think you're ready for that or whatever that new freedom is. That's when you get it. And Levi was much incredibly conscientious. He's one who wanted to let the reins go a little bit. Get out there. Go. He's the one that you're like, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe you ought to steal a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you like get away with something, you know what I mean? Get, we, you know, now I hope I don't see that in big bold print. I think the sun to steal. No. Um, anyway, anyway, the, the other, you know, got another one, one of the young ones. I'm like, no, 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 no. This we're trying to rein back in to go. Hey, man, whoo! You go be that reckless in the world. World's gonna clamp back hardcore. Don't want. I want you to be. You know, say you need to pull it, rein it in a little bit and, and, and understand some more context and understand how other people feel and what the consequences of that action could be. Cause we're going to let you, you got away with it in here, mm-hmm. but we sussed you out <laughs> and you're going to get some consequences in, here in, the, in the household, but you do that out in the world, the world will suss you out. You may go to jail, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? You, yeah. So you know, there's different, I think we, we, and again, we try not to put an age on it, but we, we do sit there and go, yeah, each one, 
You will get that freedom when you show mom and dad that you can take care of these responsibilities. When we're not, when we're here and when we're not here, because we want to, what do you, what are you doing when we're not here? You know what I mean? You say you're, you say you're ready to go travel the world. Okay. You lead us to the, to the, you, you tell the driver where we need to go to what airport. You take us to the gate at the airport. You take us to our seats and tell us where we need to, what our seats are. You put your overhead bag up there on your own. Yeah. And then when you get off the plane, you remember to get everything out of all the pockets and everything and get off at the time. You show us. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This podcast is brought to you by Vionic Shoes. Now, Vionic Shoes has the best curated styles to get you into season. How do I know that? Well, if I talk about share or do any advertisements for any company, I have to use it. Well, I got I got two pair. I got the perfectly packable loafer, really cute. I can wear it with jeans or pants, but really my favorite was the Georgie Mule. And I left it out by my front door because I thought, okay, I'll leave it out. I'll listen to the dialogue from one of my daughters. Sure enough, the most opinionated one was like, oh, I really love these shoes. And so not only are they really comfortable, they come in large sizes. All the styles are to 11. I have a size 12. I even saw one skew that went to a 13, but it has rich leathers and suede for your workwear-ready favorites. Maybe you want some weather-ready boots as fall's coming up. They also have performance sneakers to keep you moving. You know how I feel about that. But everything feels so great. Vionics exclusive Viomotion technology is really what sets them apart. So they began by revolutionizing medical orthotics. And today they continue to use the science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day. I don't know about you, but there is nothing worse than wearing really cute shoes that kill your feet or shoes that feel good, but you don't really love the way they look. Well, you don't have to sacrifice that with Vionic shoes. They even offer a 30-day guarantee, wear them, love them, or return for a full refund within 30 days. So that really gives you time to explore if you like it. So all you have to do is head to Vionic Shoes, that's V-I-O-N-I-C-S-H, oes.com. And all you have to do is put in the code Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And that's a one-time use only. So that's vionicshoes.com when you log into your account and then go ahead and put in the code Gabby for your 15% off your entire order for a one-time use. This podcast is brought to you by Babbel. I don't know about you, but I often have a fantasy, especially when I go visit another place of, I wish I could talk to them in a deeper way. Sure, I pick up words of a foreign language here and there, but nothing where I can really get down into conversations with people. And Babbel has a wonderful offer for you today because this is not a new trend. Apparently only 22% of American households speak another language besides English in the household. And people more and more are saying, hey, I want to learn a new language. And their interests peak during the fall because fall is a great time to pick up a new hobby, like speaking a new language. So you could get a really pricey tutor or even one of those apps where it's more like a game, or you could get Babbel because it really works and everything you need to know to have real world conversations. For me, that's what's important from vocabulary words to culture. And this is what makes it doable. It's only 10 minutes a day. 
Babbel's personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations help keep you focused and motivated. And that's why 15 hours with Babbel is equal to one university semester. So besides moving somewhere and getting fully immersed, this is the second best way to learn a language. They have a wide range of learning experiences, ranging from casual to intense. So there's always a fit in a Babbel session. Let's say you're a person who likes to do a live classroom experience from the comfort of your own home. Well, Babbel Live is for you. So Babbel Live classes are available seven days a week at all times of the day and taught by certified teachers so you can learn on your schedule. Finally, the other part of this that makes it so effective, it's developed by over 150 expert linguists and Babbel gives you an unlimited access to hundreds of award-winning lessons designed for all learners based on your level and your time commitment. Plus, they've got some great little features. So if you get it right, it pays this, it plays this cute little sound to let you know. So they have everything built in to help you be as successful as possible. And here's the offer. So for a limited time, and it's only for my listeners, and you can start right now, you get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But again, only for my listeners. And this is how you do it. You go to babbel.com slash Gabby. You'll get 55% off at babbel.com slash Gabby. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Gabby. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Gabby. Some rules and restrictions may apply. Just think, if you get going now, you can show off at the holidays all that you've learned. Well, and and I learned this actually with my middle daughter, weirdly, that I wanted her to do that experimenting in life kind of actually while she was at home prior to going out into the world. Meaning like my youngest isn't really kind of getting in trouble. Like it sounds like your oldest boy, they, they're just kind of self-regulated naturally. And, you know, but I realized as a parent that it was like, if you were going to have a kid that was going to be, you know, looking under every rock and sort of go, what's this, what's that, that you actually wanted them to do that while they were at home as uncomfortable as that is for us as parents, I'd rather that than I send you off. If you choose to go to college or go into the world to do it then where at least you're not going to like, at least you come home every night and I can, I can see. And so there's so many different ways of, of doing it. And I, and I wonder too, cause at times you have a very busy schedule and Laird and I go through this a lot where as the mom, and again, because I have girls, there's certain things I sort of remember being a teenage girl that I, that he defers. He doesn't agree necessarily, but it's, he's deferring to my judgment for a long-term play on certain things. And I wonder if you guys have a language between the two of you in parenting where you'll, she can sense, Camilla can sense, like he knows something or vice versa where you defer. Um, how do you guys dance that dance? Good question. I mean, look, we're, we'll start, we're, we are still learning that, that dance. And especially I think now that that's becoming a more complex dance because we do have two teenagers as you know, that, that a lot more starts to come at it. They start to, for the first time, realize that, you know, uh, they have enough things going where they want 
more than 24 hours in a day. We have to remind you, there's not more than 24 hours in a day. If you want to do this, you're going to have to sacrifice that. You can't, we can't do it all right now. So there's time management and things like that. Um, there are things I think now with our daughter where we're starting to see more of, I defer with her and Vita. It's, you know, and, and, you know, I'll be more the one who will sit back and be hopefully a great representation of her, of, of a man, you know, as a, as a father figure to go, you know, and maybe I have, I try to come in there and be, it's not good cop, bad cop, but maybe I'll come in and try to, my, my friend who's raised three daughters who are out of the household, who went to school and are out of the household, he said this to me, his name's Barton Ags, a friend of mine in Austin, says, boy, in these teenage years, do what you can to, to, to have access to them because they want to shut down at 13. They shut down until 19, and all of a sudden they come home one day at 19 and go, oh, I just realized everything you were saying back the last six years was right on. I'm sorry about that. And you're like, after six years, you want me to just be over it? And it's like, whoa. Um, and so, I, you know, I try to come in and be the one that's maybe a little more friendly, the access side. So why do you like this? Why do you like this guy? He's, he's, he's nice to you. He's funny. Like, tell me what, what do you like about him? What do you like about you? You know, just to try to keep that lane open where we can have that discussion. Um, the boys, sometimes she'll, def- there's spots where she'll defer to me. And there are times where I'll have conversations with them as boys, as my children, as my sons, that I call them in the room and it's about their responsibility. What, if, if I let you get away with that, what kind of father am I teaching you to be to your children? If I let you get away with that, what kind of husband would I be teaching you to be to your wife when you find the person you love in your life? So that's, we'll have some straight up. Hey, I know you're young, but there's a certain thing about the man of house here and you better, you, you better buck up and you, you treat with respect and you do never talk to your mother like that or your sister like that or whatever so we'll have boy men to men talks and she, and then camilla have different ones with her and vita um and we're we're sussing that out as we go i think we have i think we do a pretty good job we we still have then after they all go to bed we have those discussions about are we still sending the same message because we don't want to get into that good cop bad cop stuff where one of them thinks oh i know i can get what i want if i go to dad for this or i can get what i want when i go to and and um you know, so we try to keep that balanced. And but that's a constant discussion and a new discussion for us right now. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'll even tell my right now, my youngest, especially I'm like, I'm trying to be your advocate. But when you go against your dad, I go also, I'm going to have to deal with that. Right. And so you're actually not helping me help you. And even getting them to understand kind of all the dynamics, it, it is yeah. so interesting. In you know, in getting ready to talk to you today, I was thinking about you have an exaggerated job. It's a, you know, it's a public job. Um, and I really learned something that was very hard for me to hear as a parent uh, when I we were navigating a situation with one of our daughters. I was actually at a therapist and I thought, you know, I didn't grow up with a particularly, I see your mom a lot on social media and I get the sense that, you know, there you have like a family a real family. I, 
Laird and I, Laird had a great mom. I didn't particularly grow up in a, in a uh, very consistent home, right? So growing up, I thought, oh, I have a clean home. I'm in a long relationship. Um, you provided opportunities. You get to travel. You go to a good school, meaning the kids. So all the stuff that I thought we could, uh, avo- like all problems, oh, we can avoid all that because we're doing this stuff, right? And uh, the therapist said to me, um, but can you recognize that your children actually have to navigate something you did not? And that is the unspoken, whether it's from the parents, because it usually isn't. It's usually the world saying, hey, what are you going to do? Because if you have two parents that sort of do these jobs that people think and are celebrated. And it never occurred to me because I never had expectation. I fell into everything. I'm sure you can relate. It was like, oh, cool. You're going to pursue this. Oh, that's nice, dear. You know, like the fact I I always said, if we could pay our own bills, that was all that was expected. And so now you, you, you think, oh, our kids have been around the world. They've met, you know, really incredible people. They're set. But when that got pointed out to me, I thought, oh, wow. So from very young, whether you guys put it on or not, you're their parents, you're making their dinner, you're cutting their vegetables, you're talking about hard work and pursuing their passions. But the world is still saying to them, what are you going to do? I wonder, you know, if there's conversations about that, if, you know, it's been brought up by your kids. It has. I mean, the literally, the world has said to them, "Oh, I thought your dad would have pulled up in a Lamborghini. Oh, I bet you live in a in a, in a big five story rich house." Yeah. Um. They have had to navigate through friends wanting to be friends with them because. Oh, you're Matthew and Camilla McConaughey's son or daughter. Yeah. Um, so what we've tried to navigate is going, yes, you are. And you better keep your head high and your heart high because mom and dad have worked hard to get and been very fortunate to get what we have. And we feel like we've done our best to do it the right way. And we are going to be honored with that. And you be honored with that. Yes. Not an accident. And lie, cheat, and steal our way here. So hold your head high and never, never get shameful about that at all. At the same time, that doesn't entitle you. You're not entitled to get whatever you want based on our last name. We will help inevitably. Just happens. You will get through some certain doors that other people may have more trouble getting into. Once you're in that door, it's on you. What are you going to do when you get in the door? I don't know. People call that nepotism. I don't know. There are certain, it just comes with it. We get to the front of certain lines. Do we, are there times that we go, no, we don't want that. That, that, that we don't want that red carpet or behind that. We don't want that backstage pass because we wanted to see, Hey, God, I got to understand, man, we're taking the yellow car to the big plane, not the black car to the small plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how, 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 work sometimes but at the same time they see it it happens and sometimes we go with us and we do take that backstage pass or go to the front of that line but what are you going to do when you get in that door do you though remind them that 
just because you've taken this path and, you know, people, you're adored, both of you are adored and celebrated because you've brought a lot of joy to people. Um, but that, I guess, how do you get the kids to realize that whatever life they choose right. to build will be the one that you guys right. want for them? We talk a lot about character. We yeah. talk about where, where value is and we talk about how important, um, money is in life, but how, how do you get it and what you do? Because I talk, share a lot of stories. I said, I know a lot of people in, in my position or a lot of people that have a whole lot more money than we do that are not happy. They are deemed successful by the world, but they're unhappy. They don't have, a, they don't have stable relationships. They are lonely. They don't trust anyone. They don't trust themselves. They're constantly hiring people to insulate themselves from the rest of the world. And like, is that really how you want to, would you want to, would you would want to live? Try to get them to uh, go. What are your unique abilities that you innately have that you've been born with? And which of those are you willing to work harder at to get good at? And then thirdly, if you want to make a living, which you think you do, are any, are that unique ability that you want to work hard at, are you going to supply something that the world demands? <laughs> yeah. You know, because that's how you're going to have to pay your rent. Um, and look, if you want, we've told them, if you want, if you are happy living in your two bedroom house in a spot where you really love and you wake up every morning, you feel good and you are working month to month, but you're happy doing what you do. Bravo. That's a real definition of success. That is more successful than somebody who has a billion dollars, but they're lonely, have trust, broken relationships, and are li- and and are and are regretting how they got to where they are. Yeah. So we talk a lot about character um, and try our try not you know, but inherently, I'm sure they feel pressure from the outside world, you know, yeah. to be like well, think, you know. But yeah, I, they, I don't think we're giving it to them. The parents may not. It's just I'm always curious because it never occurs to us. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a second. You mean being loved and a good education isn't going to prevent you from feeling those things that the world is asking you, you know? Yeah. Are you surprised? Like if you think of yourself, and obviously we all grow and change so much, but as your young adult male at 25, are you does it? Because I, I confess, I'm personally very blown away that I'm still married. And when I say that, it's just because I didn't have a great example. And I met my husband at 25, and so I'm almost, you know, all in 28 years. And I, I always think, oh, I didn't think I was going to be one of those family people that could actually even pull it off a little bit, you know, the right. consistency. So if you think about, because you have a very interesting, and and I don't say this from um an informed, intimate position, the perception I see you as two people that are, you, you feel like you have your own independent selves. Camilla still feels very, you know, on her own real estate as her own person, as do you, but yet you feel really family connected and oriented. Are you, sometimes do you kind of go, oh, wow, so far we're, I'm pulling this off. Like, we're figuring out how to dance the dance and, and make it work as a family. Um, I'm never, I mean, I, I must say this. I, I, 
before starting a family, my only thing I ever knew I wanted to be was a father. Before falling in love with Camilla and asking for her hand in marriage and us starting a family, I fully expect to pull this off. <laughs> now, fully That's expect bold. to pull it off. That's bold. Yeah, I guess so. But I'd, I'd, I can say that until. Mm. Um, that does not mean that we do not recalibrate <laughs> and reassess and go, whoa, did I just run and left you behind there? Oh, am I? Oh, because, as you know, we, 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 we fall in love with someone for base, beautiful reasons. That does not mean that we don't change. Now, I think Kamalina's moral bottom line is solid. And I think that that compass keeps us grounded, even when I'm over here and she's over here and we got to figure out, are we saying the same thing in two different ways? Or are we just on two paths? And if we're on two paths, can we just make sure, how about this? If instead of diverging, let's just, it's okay to be a little bit separate, but can they be parallel? Mm. You know, instead, because it's not always like this. It's just not. No. Um, and to think in, and be let down when it's not like that is really not realistic, I think, or fair to the other one in the relationship because, you know, we, we, we have different things turn us on at different times in life when we get things. And I know I get creative and I'm running and I'm like head down and not even looking up and looking up, looking back. And she's going, yeah, I'm right here. I got your back. Keep going. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Jeez, I hadn't even looked up in weeks. You know what I mean? Um, so we have a, we have a, we have a trust there, but that takes constant, uh, uh, updating and it, sometimes things get out of balance. Maybe I'm in the debit and she's in the credit, or maybe I'm in the credit and I'm feeling like I was, I'm catching all green lights and she's going, man, I'm over here stuck in the yellow. And I got like, well, all right, slow down. What are we, what are we doing? Did I take off without, did I drop your hand there while we were running? Did I get too far ahead? You know what I mean? Or how are we doing? Um, and constantly just trying to keep, you, know, you never keep all of those things, I think, at peak running order at once. Family, spirit, health, family, you know, you never keep them all just running at peak condition. And I just try to, we try to keep a good eye of like, oh, we're running low over here, but we're still in the, we're still in the black. Oh, yeah. so, let's just get in the, in the debit section. Let's not get into the red and let something go for too long that we got to go, oh my gosh, we got a problem. Yeah. And so it's just kind of a, a weekly, daily maintenance. I'm not going to say daily. Sometimes it's daily. And that's yeah. that can be tiring for both of us, for both, 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 uh, um, both spouses, you know, and it's nice when you're cruising on cruise control, but it, it, it you got a week, two weeks, a month and you're rolling, you're in the groove together. You're finishing each other's sentences. You know exactly what I was thinking. She knows what I was thinking. We kind of agree. Yes. Don't even have to say it, but that doesn't, you have to, we have to recalibrate all the time, but I fully expect it. And I'm and, and I'm committed as much as I can be humanly possible to making it work. And I believe that you know a lot of times um, one of our challenges in 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 life, people, me included, in, in relationships, is that boy gets hot and we want to quit early. And there's an investment we can have with overcoming those hot spots that do build and we, we get some scars on us, you know, some calluses and it's good. It's armor for a relationship and it's armor for parents to follow through on the nose. It's like, damn, that was hard. 
It's one in the morning. I got to work at seven. <sighs> okay, but it was worth it. It's just, I got, I got, I got another scar, you know, but it, it was, it was worth it. And we don't bat a thousand by any means, but we just hang in there and hang in the fight, you know? Yeah. I think that's a really important point, which is, uh, you know, not only staying committed, but let me ask you, do you think, cause I often wonder this, I sometimes feel like when we have the capacity to s- sort of make ourselves like, I don't want to use the word happy because that's a, a misnomer, but when we're in pursuit, when we're, we're not looking for the outside world, even our partner or our children to make us happy, that we're make, we're taking that responsibility ourselves, that I believe that it then also becomes easier to say, I'm in and I'm committed. I, I think, I think those things go part and parcel. I think you're a hundred percent right. I mean, I think, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. I mean, I think we all need our individual agency. I know there's certain things I have to do for me. Call it writing. Writing's a solitary thing that I do. It's self-indulgent. But it gives me a great sense of significance. And if I have that significance of the daily achievement of writing or pulling something... I'm much more present at home and able to go talk to Camilla and see what you got going and, and how are we, my rhythms are just better. They tell me, Camilla's the one that'll tell me, you need to go, get, get, get out of here, get, go off in your solo place for two weeks. And, and then she tells me, don't call, don't nothing. Stay up, do whatever you want. Well, of course, what I do, that's when I'm calling, I'm calling more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but how does she keep, you know, her individual agency? She's a wonderful mother. She takes care of me as well. And we have to check in to make sure she's chosen to love to do that. And she's taken, she sacrificed certain jobs that she's been offered to pursue herself that she said no, because that would consistently mean I have to be in that place. And because my family comes first, I don't, I may need to be somewhere else at that time. So I cannot commit to that schedule. That's a sacrifice on her part. She also is, 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 it's part of the reason we've been apart for so short of, so minimal times that the far family's apart. That's, that's her going, oh no, that's not negotiable. Well, I don't care what it takes. We got to, if it's only for 48 hours, fly across the world, get back over here and we're going to get back together. And what are we going to do? We got to do nothing. We're going to hang out, cook scrambled eggs at midnight and watch a damn show. We don't have to do something special. It's just that we're in each other's space. And hanging out. Um, and she's the load bearer on, on that for our family. But we, you know, I think each person does need their individual agency that them solo, separate from being our partner, separate from being a mother, separate from being a father, has something that 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 we do that is ours, that fills that fills us. And so we try to keep tab tabs on that. Um, but I would say, you know, well, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I get pretty selfish. I would say, you know, Camille sacrifices a lot for my, for me to chase my, my convictions in art and stuff. And, you know, when I, the more I recognize that and understand that without her, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be as fulfilled. 
I wouldn't have the freedom to fulfill myself or create like I do when I recognize that, oh, this is such an asset, even with my responsibilities as a husband and as a father, um, that sure, sure helps. Sure does help us. It, it is amazing when one, you know, Laird's a genius every time because he likes for me to cook him dinner and I enjoy cooking. So when I put food down and I really put effort into it, it's not like, oh, I just throw anything down with it with him. It's like a thing. And um, the amount of appreciation and all this. And I'm like, this guy is a genius because, you know, lo and behold, the next night comes around and I'm like, what can I do for Laird? You know, and, be, you know, that when people go, I just want to be appreciated. It sounds so simple, but what you're saying is so true because to be of service to your family um, is not only, it it gives you something that you can't measure. Um, It's exhausting. It's so enriching in the deepest, most quiet, real way. But if your partner gives you a look like, hey, you know, thank you. It doesn't have to be a grand thing every night, but just it's a, a look that's fuel. Like you're good. Like, here we go. You know? So I'm, I want to, I want to finish this conversation up. Um, I'd be remiss, you know, my, usually on this podcast, I'm talking to scientists and doctors about metabolic function and all these, you know, kind of very um, technical and, and scientific things, and then trying to figure out how do we make this actually mean anything in real life. You, you have maintained great health. And I know you've had to you know, mess around for certain parts to, you know, be bigger or smaller, but your overall level of fitness and health has been very consistent. Um, I'm just curious now, um, and I, I know there m- maybe is a, a little more time right now, but probably not much more. What do you do? Do you have rules and principles that you live by for your food and your sleep and your movement practices? Or is it just, you know, you kind of throw it together? It changes. Um, I mean, you know, my one sort of rule that's an easy one that I just try to share is break a sweat once a day. That, you know, sometimes that's going to the gym and really breaking a sweat. Sometimes that's going for a five-mile run and really breaking a sweat. Sometimes that's dancing. Sometimes that's playing with the kids in the backyard. Um, That's my baseline sort of rule. I do average nine and a half hours sleep a night. How? You, you're a good I've, sleeper, that good of a sleeper? I've been doing that since for 30 years. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, that's do that. I'm t- I know people, friends of mine get really pissed off. At me what do you, you just feel safe and you don't worry about stuff at night? Like, what's up with that? How do you do that? You can go to sleep and stay asleep. Do you have a cool room? Is it dark? Like, do you do all that? Like, or you just go, oh my God, you're just one of those people. I guess so. I mean, look, if I slept on the couch and, you know, and then the doors open and mosquitoes are coming in, it's getting hot and it's 8 a.m. in the morning, I'll wake up. But I'm an, I'm an 11 to 830 guy um, sleep wise. Um, and yeah, it pisses a lot of my friends off. Um, Great. Uh, I, drink, I mean, I've always drank a lot of water. I've won water, some water drinking championships in bars. <laughs> Um, okay. I, uh, even now I'm into more of, uh, as I, as I found it, found a new hobby, tennis. Oh, it's the first hobby I've found in 30 years. And it's a hard game, isn't it? Like how technical it is. Technical, but also the, the, the heart rate, heart rate gets really high multiple, multiple times. 
during working out or training. Um, so I have, I'm doing tennis and bands right now. I'm just doing nothing but bands and, and, and tennis. And well, luckily my anatomy. Was there a reason uh, were you giving your joints a break on weights or what were you? Yeah, what yeah, I kept finding that, that, um, I kept injuring, I kept injuries finding, I was getting small injuries from going to the gym. Um, after I would get in really good core shape and everything, I kept, I kept finding that as soon as I'd go to the, the quick, uh, um, you know, explosive moves, I tweak some lower back, upper back, neck, shoulder. And I was like, eh. And I, um, I, my anatomy allows me to get big really quickly. And, 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 uh, I wanted to say, you know what, what about a longer, more sinewy body? I want to see if I can still hold some muscle mass. And I found this sport that I can compete in. And so it's so much more fun than running five miles to go play tennis. And I'm like, oh, and I feel myself getting a little bit better at it. Oh, I can't wait to go out there again. And look, I'm drenched. I'm wringing out my socks. Great. That was so much fun. Um, so I'm allowing the, the play and, and the improvement aspect. Yeah. And what, and what about food? Are you, are you sort of just have, you eat whatever you have? Time no, I, don't eat whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty Spartan in the morning. Um, and, uh, um, whether that's called intermittent or just skipping breakfast, pretty Spartan in the morning. Um, I, Heavy on heavy on protein, specifically seafood. My favorite is beef, but I do notice that the, if I if I'm heavy on beef, I do have more inflammation. I think that's one of the things that we 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 battle as we age is is inflammation, whether that's from beef or alcohol or what have you. Um, but and then and then I, I eat well. Um, and if I'm look, if I'm feeling like oh, I need to you know lose a couple, I can go for I can just that one little thing of. Well, don't eat, eat dinner before seven o'clock. It's such a good, it's the, it's the, you know, and everyone goes, I'm with you. Hey, I love it on Friday night where I'm going like, uh, uh, pasta at 1030, baby. We're in, that's fine. I give myself, you know, a break to go, you know, the kids are having, the kids want pizza. I can sit there and go, okay, I'm not having pizza, but I sure do like to clean up their plate. (laughs) You know, you know what I mean? So I'm not puritanical on it unless it becomes something specific. Um, I try to keep myself ready to go. If I have a role or something I'm going to do, right. I want to be two to three weeks out from going. I can get more in, in, in more specific shape for that if I just hone in. Um, any supplements that you that you no, love? You know what? Garlic. Okay. I've gotten off and, you know, you probably know this with supplements or at least if you if you or maybe you maybe disagree. But I really found that supplements are like face creams. They're great right when you take them. You feel the difference, but there's a they have a shelf life. Give them a couple months and all of a sudden it plateaus out. And I found that with my supplements, it's, it's always nice to go. Well, get on and then get off of them, then go off. And when you come back to the same supplement, you feel it work like it did in the beginning again. But overall, so it's almost like a diet. If you're eating the exact same diet every single day, your body will start to go, we got the gig, man. The gig's up now. You need to change it up to make your metabolism work in a different way. I find that to be true with supplements is, as well. So I'll have times where I get off them. Right now, for the last three months, I've been on nothing but a garlic pill. Okay. Um, in, in wrapping this up, 
if you could make an invitation as a, as a husband of a lesson you've learned and as a father to people, or just a reminder, because I, I do think we go into it with one idea and then we come out with personalized lessons that were like, oh, this is valuable. Like for me, for example, as a parent, one of mine, and it's not uh, new, is is really to listen, not to fix uh, fix it, right? Because that's what I want to do. And I'm like, no, just listen. And so I'm wondering if you could, if you have one that feels important to you as a husband and as a parent that you would like to leave with us. Oh, as a husband and a parent. Um, Follow through is tough. Mm -hmm. And it's tough. Um, And maybe if I go back to that thing about, I think we, we, we pull the parachute too early. Sometimes we, we, we quit when the going gets rough or when it gets hot. And we just go that go, go that next extra step. Don't then don't, and don't play with the, especially with spouses. Don't start, don't play the tit for tat win loss game. Go. Oh, it's okay. a, it's a no win. It's a no win for both of us. And I'm guilty of playing it and I have to catch myself and go, and I'll notice it was me being insecure. It was me at a time where I wasn't feeling significant enough to have the confidence enough to sit there and go, yep, come out yeah. winning. And okay. it, it's, and I don't end up winning in that situation where I think I'm, I, I won. Ultimately, I don't end up winning. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I lose the, the next day, you know, um, with, with my wife if I'm playing that game. Um, and then... I don't know that I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that thing with kiddos yeah. right now, that, that teenage years, try to keep access, try to keep some access. Cause you'd rather them telling you, Hey, I'm lost and can't get home rather than saying, I'm too afraid to call them. Yeah. And so I'm going to get in the car with you, even though you're drunk to drive, you know, whatever that may be. Amen. Well, Matthew McConaughey, you're already a New York times bestseller. Your new book out for kids is called just because you also read it. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, yeah, I read it. I do the audio. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a part of it and it's unbelievable. So I I really, and I'm not just saying this, honestly, I, I really appreciate this book because it is, it's just really thoughtful and beautiful and poignant and timeless. And so thank you for writing it and thanks for spending time with me today. Thank you. You're welcome, Gabby. Thanks for enjoying it. Thanks for sharing with me that you did and okay. uh, enjoyed the, enjoyed the uh, chat. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you want to learn more, there is a ton of valuable information on my website. All you have to do is go to gabriellereese.com or head to the episode show notes to find a full breakdown with helpful links to studies, research, books, podcasts, and so much more. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and send them to at Gabby Reese on Instagram. And if you feel inspired, please subscribe. I'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Laird Superfood. In 2015, Laird Superfood was created, but it was really actually created in my kitchen by my husband, Laird. And he was always experimenting with coffees and other ingredients for performance. And lo and behold, Laird Superfood was born. And we have beautiful coffees and creamers and protein bars and other things. But one of the things I'm very excited about is our new greens product. 
A lot of Americans are not getting enough fruits and vegetables. Something like 85% are not getting enough vegetables and 80% are not getting enough fruit. And we need fiber. So for me personally, I'm always trying to encourage people, and I know this is Laird's philosophy as well, is real food, right? Let's try to get as much of the good stuff, the minerals, the nutrients, the macro, the micronutrients from real food, but it's hard to do. Our soil's different. People are busy. Maybe you don't know what you're getting at your grocery store. So this is a way to get it done and bridge some of those nutritional gaps. And what I also really appreciate about it, besides that it tastes good, I just do it in water first thing in the morning, then I'm done. And then I actually go and have my coffee after, but we use upcycled fruits and veggies. So things that won't go to waste, maybe they're not really pretty. So we use them in our fruits and veggies. We use no fillers. So your body actually knows what to do with the ingredients. They know how to absorb it. There's fiber. And also we never use any artificial or natural flavors. Uh, This is something that is harder than people realize because to amplify flavors, a lot of times even, you know, using natural flavors is the way to do it. So I'm excited to share with you. And if you'd like to try it out, all you have to do is go to LairdSuperfood.com. And if you punch in the code Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y 20, you will receive 20% off. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.